My ability to live a stress-free life boils down to one thing. I stopped caring about what other people thought. Yes, I stopped caring about the narratives that I was wrapping myself around based off specific topics and or people's opinions of me. Welcome back to another episode of A Tall Glass of Sass. Hey there, it's Molly, your host. Now, I have been in my fields, y'all. One thing that you will learn very quickly if you haven't already is that I am a very uh, spiritual person. I am someone that continues to work closely on my connection to my emotions. And one of those emotions that I have come to acknowledge and then also let go, let go of has been stress. Now, let me just tell you how my life was like when I focused on stress. When Mike and I first got married, you know, I think I would probably call myself a very typical uh, wife. I was someone who liked to control I like to control not just my environment, the situations I've been in, but more importantly, I wanted to control my outcomes. Now, don't get me wrong. I am a firm believer in the universal law of cause and effect, which essentially says that for every event, right, for every result, there was action or lack of action that created that said result or said event, okay? That is not what I'm talking about. Back when Mike and I first got married, I was so high-strung, so stressed out about every little thing. I'll give you an example. We would take end-of-year vacations, and it would just be him and I, we would, you know, of course, reconnect, just spend that time just for us. And I would bring along my laptop. I would ask him to go through two exercises with me. The first exercise was to go through our financial budget, which was on a very fancy Excel spreadsheet, in which we would then take a look and predict as much as we possibly could, air quote, budget, what our next annual year would be. So for example, we would usually go on these vacations in November, December at the latest. I would open that up and then for the whole upcoming new year, we would then input how much our paychecks would be. Uh, We would put in there all of our expenses that we knew of and that was how we planned all of our future vacations moving up any additional spending that we would want to do, like, you know, maybe we wanted to work on the house or buy new furniture or whatever. All of that was put down on my handy-dandy Excel budget, 
Okay. Now, I know a lot of you guys are thinking like, Molly, why would you even think that that's a bad thing? That's not a bad thing. No, it's not. It got bad in the sense that I was so controlling that I did not allow for there to be any flexibility, any really just wiggle room at all with how we would go about our year. So anytime the budget had to be reworked, I got this huge sense of anxiety. There was this huge financial pressure to get us back online, you know, all of that stuff. That was not what I wanted in doing this Excel sheet, okay? The second exercise that we would do is I would make Mike and I sit down and we would brainstorm what all of the goals that we had, and we had subset goals, okay? So number one, what's a personal goal? Number two, what was a couple goal, like a marriage goal that we had for each other? And then the third one was, what are some goals as parents for our children that we wanted to aim for? And again, I'm sure y'all are thinking, that can't possibly be terrible for us to have here. And it wasn't a bad thing for us to outline our goals. Again, I became so stressed out when we weren't on target, when we were, where where I felt like, gosh, we didn't just take this trip to just identify all of these things that we wanted to do and then to not hit them. And what I realized was I, a couple things. Number one, I really struggled to be in the present moment. I was so focused on projecting, again, the outcomes, our future, that I wasn't even in the moment to enjoy the vacation. I was so stuck on, we need to plan this, we need to do this, we got to do that, that it was just kind of my excuse. It was almost like a mirage. It was, you know, smoke and mirrors about, you know, going on this annual trip and all that good stuff. And yeah, we we did have fun, but the purpose of that wasn't to have fun. It was it was to plan. It was to make sure that we had a roadmap of what that was going to look like next year for us. And as much as there was positive intent in that, it did not yield me the positive outcomes, the results that I was seeking. So fast forward to today. I have my siblings who I love. Uh, many of you know I am the eldest of five. I have two younger sisters and two younger brothers. And for the most part, me and my uh Three younger siblings are pretty close in age. We are about a year, two years apart, okay? Um, And then my baby brother, which I still call baby brother, but he's really not a baby anymore. Him and I are 12 years apart, okay? So there is a big age gap there. But nonetheless, all five of us are very close. And my sisters tell me all the time, how is it that you don't stress about anything? Like, how are you doing this? It is so weird that you don't stress about anything. Like, how are you living that life? And that got me thinking, you know, let me actually record on 
my podcast, an episode of how I am living a stress-free life and what that actual, the key, the key to the castle of living a stress-free life. So of course, you know, when, when people say that to me, especially the people are closest to me, like my sisters and even my husband, like Mike will say to me, dude, sometimes you're way too relaxed you don't worry enough and for him he struggles he's doing a lot better now but he struggles with managing his stress and that's just who he is that's you know he's a Capricorn no he's a Scorpio he's a Scorpio so stress for him is you know through the roof at times (laughs) and he always like he again he always tells me like you need to worry a little bit more and um in my response I say like no no I do not Anyway, I digress. In hindsight, I will say that my ability to live a stress-free life boils down to one thing. One thing. Well, two things. But here's the number one most important. I stopped caring about what other people thought. Yes. I stopped caring about the narratives that I was wrapping myself around based off specific topics and or people's opinions of me. You know, you can, those two go hand in hand. But like at the end of the day, I realized like one of the biggest, hence why we did the Excel budget every year, One of our biggest stressors was financial stress. I think that this is something that is pretty common in even if you are single or if you are in a relationship, financial stress is a lot to handle. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm going to be real with y'all. I'm human. It's not like I never have stress, financial stress anymore. What is different now than then was I've changed the narratives and I stopped caring about the opinions that others were trying to put on me to understand money, okay? So let me let me break this down a little bit more so you have some specific examples to what I mean, okay? Number one, when people say to me like, oh, hey, um... You being an entrepreneur as well as Mike being an entrepreneur, aren't you afraid that you're not going to be able to make ends meet? Aren't you afraid that you're not going to earn enough money? You're not going to hit your sales goals? And then what are you going to do? How are you going to pay your mortgage? How are you going to put food on the table? You have three kids. Why would you do that? In this particular instant, it was not my opinion. It wasn't my uh, money mindset that was causing stress for me. It was what other people, their money mindset was pushing stress on me, right? And so at, at a specific time when I had started to decide that, yes, I was going to go and launch my business full time. There were people who would question me and just say like, 
Are you sure this is financially responsible? And then based off of their opinion, I would literally, like my subconscious mind would then take that and blow it out of proportion to a point where it would cause me to feel shame and guilt and I would be like super embarrassed to think about yeah, what would happen if I couldn't make my mortgage payment this month? You know, people talk about businesses closing within the year because they are not successful. What if you are them? How? How are you going to ensure that you're going to make your bills? And more importantly, that you don't change the quality of life that your three children are used to, okay? And it was in those moments where I stopped giving two fucks about what people thought about me and my situation. And when I stopped to allow, like when I stopped allowing their thoughts, their fears, their opinions, their hesitations, their trauma, whatever, to impact the narrative that I wanted to create for myself. That was when I started to be able to live a stress-free life, was when I stopped making things that didn't require and or wasn't worth me putting a specific value or impact or narrative on. Like if I were to just be like, okay, well, that's just your opinion. It's whatever. Like I appreciate you giving me that feedback and I appreciate you just being, you know, caring about me because let's be real people, especially like close people around you, the ones who, who share openly and they truly don't have any malice they have good intentions, you know, and they're the ones that are just wanting to make sure that you're safe. You know, I acknowledge that. And as a person, as a being, it is my decision, my choice, my empowerment to no longer attach some kind of meaning and wait on what other people have in their opinions for me. And when I started to separate that, it was so much easier to just be like, yeah, not going to care about that. I'm not going to care about that. I'm not going to care about that. And I'm just living my life. The second part to, and this is that like, you know, like this is the key, right? So stop caring about what people think about you and stop making narratives um, out, out of opinions, thoughts, statements, you know, stuff like that and stop allowing your brain to make something more important than what it needs to be. That's the key, okay? But the other part of this that I also really want to highlight is I started to, and this is related because it is, I started to live my life and do what I wanted for me. Again, not caring about other people's opinions of me. All right, quick break here. Did you know that I offer free complimentary resume reviews and LinkedIn audits? Uh Uh-huh, yep, yes I do. (laughs) 
This happens every third Monday at 11.30 a.m. Central Time, which is 12.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Now this is a closed door exclusive session, which means that I, number one, limit the amount of people who can register, okay? Because again, I want this to be a value. Now this session is a hot seat session, which means that if you want to get my expert eyes on what you could be doing better on your resume, on how you can elevate your brand on LinkedIn to attract recruiters and hiring managers, this is your chance. So I only allow for a very small number of people to register. Now, this is something that you're interested in. I encourage for you to go directly to my website, which is lotusmentoring.net, and you'll see that we already have registrations open for the next couple months coming up. Don't wait, do not delay, okay? Now, back to the episode. Okay, we're back. Welcome back. When I decided to launch my business full-time, again, lots of naysayers. I actually had one person who, I, I have this ingrained in my head. And again, I know he didn't mean anything bad by it. He was just sharing his experience and I can appreciate that. And he actually said to me like, oh, well, best of luck to you. I hope it works out. I did something similar. He went and he uh, tried out being like a financial advisor, right? And so he worked for a financial investment company and he was pounding the pavement. I mean, a lot of being a financial advisor requires sales. And he actually said, he was like, you know, it didn't work out for me. So I really hope that it works out for you. And there was this little bit of like, okay, you know, don't tell me I didn't tell you so, right? But again, like that was my mind. Like that was my subconscious mind that was making it out to be something bigger than what it was. You know, I I heard him say that and I just thought to myself like, okay, well, thanks for sharing that with me. And yeah, I, I really hope that it works out. And then I just thought to myself like, I don't owe anybody an explanation to why I am doing what I'm doing or why I'm not doing what I'm doing. And uh, especially when I decided to quit my job, there was a lot of people where it did hurt. Like it, it hurt in the sense of it, it did make me question my decision to launch my business specifically speaking, my team. My team, it was one of those things where as a leader, I never want to leave my team high and dry. And I felt like I was abandoning them. And again, this is a great example of piggybacking off of what I said about you not making something out to be something it's not, right? Like stop making those narratives in your brain be worse than what it is. And also not giving two fucks about why you should justify what you're doing. And now I will tell you that my team was so supportive of me. They all wanted me to do this. They all felt like they believed in me. They believed in my mission. They believed in my company. They believed in everything that I was doing as a coach, which was helpful. But for me as a leader, I take a lot of pride in making sure that people are given the knowledge, the resources, the support 
to do their jobs well. And I felt like by dipping and just being like, okay, bye, see ya, I'm leaving now, that I was abandoning them. And it just got to a point where I just had to stop and say, no, it is okay that I'm doing this. It is okay that I am chasing my dreams. Because guess what? I would regret it so much if I was laying on my deathbed and I knew that I didn't give my business a fair chance. And I couldn't live my, with myself if I didn't give it a chance. And so in full circle here, the ability for me to live this stress-free life today is I stopped giving a negative narrative, value meaning weight for things that I knew either people were projecting onto me or that my mindset was trying to curate to protect me in like that fight or flight mode. And then I decided that for once in my life, I I have the right to do what I want for me. So long as I'm not taking life away, so long as I'm not doing something unkind, which I am not, why? Why wouldn't I go and chase my dreams and do what I want? And so it was in those moments, and again, in hindsight, right? That is what allows for me to live my life stress-free, is I have come to just acknowledge people's opinions, their advice, you know, things of that nature. Okay, great. Thank you for sharing. That's your thoughts. That's your opinions. That's your advice. I will take what applies to me that I want to take, but I'm going to leave it with that. There is no more emotional attachment to that. Um, And I do not, I just don't believe in having to justify who I am anymore for people, and what I want. And I'm living my life unapologetically me in my full authenticity. And yeah, when you start to do that, it's so much easier. I will leave you with this. I was um, on my way to pick up my kid from school and I was listening to Drake. And... um. He, one of his lines in his lyrics, and I already forgot what the song is, but um, he had said, the new me isn't the new me. The new me is the real me. And that really resonated with me because, yeah, I have changed. And for those of you who, you know, for people who think that, oh, well, Molly became this new person. no. The new me is actually just the real me. (laughs) Hi, this is Molly. I'm the real me now. Nice to meet you. So I hope that you were able to gather some inspiration from today and to live your best life by simply letting go of the pieces that is tearing you down. Stress is something that you can manage. And in my personal life, in my professional business, What I have found is that stress is a choice and it's a mindset. Once you start shifting and reframing your mindset about all of these things that can tear you down and trying to control outcomes and whatever, 
you become that much more freer and more empowered, more authentic, more confident, you know? So if this episode resonated with you, I would love for you to share it as well. I am always looking to create a community and especially here with my podcast, I know that what I am speaking to is going to attract the right women, my tribe to me. So with that, I'll talk to you guys later. See ya. Bye.